Yes, let's go. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Hockey Movie Pod, where we just saw the original Mighty Ducks make a comeback. We thank you for your patience this week. Our episode's coming out a little bit later, and that's because we are so excited to bring you a special interview with none other than Justin Wong, who plays the great Kenny Wu in D2, D3, and shows up here in this newest episode of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Trevor and I had a lot of fun talking to Justin. He got to share a lot of behind-the-scenes information from you know this most recent episode as well as the original movies. Lots of great stuff. So without further ado, here's our interview with Justin Wong, a.k.a. Kenny Wu. All right, we are very excited about our next guest. You know him best as Woo 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 Kenny Woo. <laughs> He's already dropped his gloves and his breadsticks. He's the third yeah. Bash brother. He's none other than the great Justin Wong. Justin, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast. And uh, the funny thing about Woo Woo Kenny Woo, I've been telling everybody is... Kenny Wu's most famous line wasn't actually said by Kenny Wu. <laughs> right. It was the, the, the announcer, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's such a such a joy to have you, especially after seeing your return to the screen on Friday. It was so great. What has uh, the last few days been like since you were, your character, Kenny Wu, has reemerged back on Disney Plus? Uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty cool. Like, it's it's been pretty cool like the the how i've been kind of uh communicating with fans has been on instagram and mm -hmm. like the the pouring in of messages and the comments that i see on the pictures uh on there and even from the new ducks mm -hmm. uh is it's, has been amazing and very touching and humbling uh to say the least uh it's uh, it's definitely something I'm not really used to. I'm trying to, I, like I've, I've gotten, I've had the last few weeks ever since we announced that uh, we we're going, going to be on the episode to just uh, kind of get used to like answering everybody if I can. Mm -hmm. And then just like trying to like taking compliments is, is a tricky thing. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of a skill that uh, has to be learned and how to like kind of take that sort of thing with humility and uh just with grace and i've just been trying to do that so that's what the last few days have been that and just like constantly checking my instagram for how many likes i have <laughs> yeah that's just like like most of us yeah oh, that's, so, that's so great that's so great I, I gotta ask what have you justin been up to since d3 i know that covers a lot of time but uh how would you fill in the fill in the gap for us there well there was the blur that uh i call high school don't okay. uh, remember a whole lot of it but yeah, uh either. When I got into college, basically, uh, I went to college to take like just I had no idea what I was going to do. So I did general arts for a year. Um, but at the age of I think right after D2, I think I think my mom bought my dad a guitar. Okay. So then that essentially became my guitar. Okay. Uh, so then I just started playing. I had a Bob Dylan book where I learned like all the basic uh, chords and then try to start writing my own music, which wasn't great, but then I just started recording it as well. And then like that process was like, my parents had karaoke mics and I had a tape, I had a tape deck stereo that had the ability to plug in mics and had mm -hmm. some sort of preamp and it had two tape decks. So I, 
I would record one thing on the acoustic guitar and then blast it through the speakers, put a microphone on the speaker, put a microphone on <laughs> the guitar and actually overdub. Like that was my yeah. introduction into multi-tracking. And then after my first year of college, not knowing what to do, my, my mom came into the room and dropped this pamphlet on the table. And it was uh, a school for uh, audio engineering. Mm. So I went to that school out here in Vancouver. It was called the Center for Digital Imaging and Sound. And then I transferred over to a school in Liverpool, England, wow. which was called the Liverpool Institute, the Institute of the Performing Arts, which was actually founded by Paul McCartney. And so then I finished my degree there, got to shake his hand at graduation, which was pretty cool. And then uh, since then, I've been doing uh, audio engineering. So I worked in the studio recording jazz, blues. Well, first of all, I started like getting coffee, sort of like just taking care of clients and then worked my way up as an engineer, recording jazz, blues, world music, and then eventually opened up my own studio with my partner and also been doing a bunch of live sound at the Folk Theater here in Vancouver and at the Imperial Theater as well. So my the last, I don't know, I would say 20 years of my life has been in the audio industry. Very cool. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for filling in those gaps there. Um, yeah. Going back to D2, which is, it came out in 1994. I just looked, that's almost 30 years ago, which is crazy. <laughs> How did you come into that role of, as Kenny Wu? Like, did you have hockey experience? Did you have acting experience? Did you have figure skating experience? How did that all come together? Um, well, I'd been kind of acting, if you want to call it that, from like the age of seven. I think it kind of started with uh, my mom putting me into uh, uh, like youth theater groups where we mm -hmm. would just like go in, have fun, eventually for some reason organically make some sort of play that we would perform for our parents like in right. a few weeks time. And then did some like Sears and Woodward's catalog uh, modeling shoots. And then eventually through that, somehow my mom got me an agent and did like commercials. I did like a handful of Milton Bradley games commercials okay. and that sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like, I don't know how exactly we found out about it, but we found out that the Mighty Ducks was uh, asking for submissions uh, from pretty much all in North America. And then, so my mom, I think called my agent. We quick, quickly taped uh, an auditions with the size that they sent out. And then Next thing I know, I'm getting called out for a screen test, which is uh, so they fly you down to L.A. or they flew, flew me down to L.A. and they actually built a set. I think it was like a I don't even, I don't even think this scene ever really made it into D2, but it, I think it was like a dorm room scene where we were all like in the same dorm kind of like hang, okay. hanging out and like I get down there in L.A. And like, first thing I see is like Josh Jackson walk by. I'm wow. like, that's, that's Charlie. Like yeah. it was just a couple of years ago. I just watched this movie and I was a huge yeah. fan of it. And then next thing you know, like there's Eldon going by, there's Fulton going by. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to be like actually auditioning with these guys in the scene with me, which was pretty mm -hmm. cool. And I, I'm pretty sure no one else was down there auditioning for Ken Wu. Yeah. Uh, Everybody else, like uh, Luis Mendoza, Dwayne the Cowboy, Portman, Julie, uh, they all had other actors kind of like waiting in the sidelines mm. to take their turn to take the screen test. But Ken Wu, it was just me. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess this is 
good news. Yeah. <laughs> and then next thing I know, uh, I get a call weeks later and then my agent says I got the part. And then oh, I don't wow. even know if I hung up the phone, but I was jumping around the house <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. all over the place. And I don't even think my mom was home. So I was just like, I think I covered every square inch of the house out of excitement. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, as for hockey, I played for about two years before that. I started in uh, novice, okay. I think. Yeah, I started in novice and played uh, up until what was it? What what's the, when did we start hitting back then? I think it was uh, Bantam. Adam or P or Peewee? Yeah, maybe Bantam back. Then. Yeah. yeah, back in the day it was yeah. Bantam. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, so I quit then because everybody else got like so much bigger and taller than me and I stayed the same size. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's like playing against Iceland all the time. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and then as for figure skating, not a lick, of course, like I had right. no idea how to do it. Uh, but I've been telling everybody that that first scene where Ken Wu gets introduced, mm -hmm. that was the only time in D2 work where I had to wear figure skates. Right. right. And so I put them on and I went on the ice to try them out. And the first thing I did was fall flat on my right. face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, cause like the toe picks, right? Like, right. You, like you guys know, like hockey, you get low. Yeah. You skate low, you get your knees bent. Figure skating is like very upright and proper. Yes. So unless you're skating upright and proper, you're going to fall on your face. So I got the equipment <laughs> managers to immediately shave off those toe picks for me. And then it was, it was no problem after that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into the Patrick Chan of it all in a little bit, but did you have a double in the original D2? Yes. I had two doubles. I had a hockey double and okay. a figure skating double. I wish I remember their names, but they were, they're great guys. Awesome. Um, like, I think they're actually smaller than me, which was, kind of funny even though i was already tiny <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but uh but yeah they 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 helped me a lot uh uh whenever whenever they had to do anything slightly more dangerous than uh, than what they would allow me to do uh mm. so yeah but in uh in the game changers it was it was just a figure skating double that i had all right. the others all the other small quick clips of us skating that was actually all us Nice. Well, that's great. Cool. That's great. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, great guys and maybe, maybe, maybe great girls as well. Were there any of the cast members who you particularly connected with and built a stronger relationship with than others? Uh, during, during like, D2, during D2 or D3 during your time filming the movies. Um, uh, I did. I mean, we all hung out like mm -hmm. in during D2, there was like, maybe I want to say like, there's like maybe five to eight of us that didn't live in LA. Okay. So they put us up in an apartment complex uh, where we all hung out and, and just because of that, we got to know each other really well. Mm -hmm. um, we'd I like af after work, we'd either be at the pool or in the clubhouse playing pool. Yeah. Um, and then I think just during hockey camp, we had, I think about four or five weeks of it, like just playing a sport together a team sport always mm -hmm. gels a group, no yeah, matter what. Totally. It's just going to happen. Um, you're just going to get to know each other. So we would like wake up, get uh, shuttled to the ice rink. We skate for about an hour and a half, get undressed, go to school for the three hours of the mandatory time that we would have to do. And then go back on the ice again for another hour and a half in the afternoon. So like that sort of day, we just all got to know each other. There was... Uh, like Garrett was in like kind of a similar age group as me as well as Sean so like in class we 
kind of be working together on school projects because I don't know exactly what the prerequisites were for our onset teacher to send back to our right. schools. But basically, as long as we were doing something, I think that's all that matters. So like since we were like in the same age, we would help each other out with projects and that sort of stuff. So obviously, like in that with the age groups like that, you get to know those people a little closer. So right. Like I did find myself hanging out with like Matt, who played Averman quite a bit, with Sean, who played Goldberg, uh, and I hung out with Russ quite a bit. But we all, I think, in the end, I think it just evened out. We we're all just like close with each other. But it's, but back then you're just kind of kids. Coming back and having all the the five ducks, the OGs that came back with yeah. me, like when you get to actually hang out with these people as adults and actually talk about things that aren't just like oh yeah let's go play a game or let's yeah. you know let's do that and or just go prank someone uh it was uh it was cool like getting to know friends later in life after like being apart for like almost 30 years yeah totally. that must have been so cool yeah. being a kid and being like in your own apartment and just getting to hang out with friends all the time yeah like, down in la like what a dream um trevor did you want to jump in yeah, well, let's let's talk, start talking about this this reunion here, this Mighty Ducks reunion uh, that we're all so excited to see. And so, just maybe just walk us through, like, how did this all come together? Like, when did you they first contact you? Did you have any hesitation about it, or, or what was it all like? I had absolutely no hesitation. Uh, I was actually camping in Tofino uh, when I got the email. First, I got an email when I woke up. Uh, I was checking in. I was like, hmm. I want to get out and make some hash browns. Let's maybe check this email a little later, but I know it's kind of like exciting, but I'm starving and I don't want to spend the next hour writing a draft, rewriting it, erasing it, writing it again, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, but then a couple of my friends were, were going to go rent some surfboards. They were going to go surfing. I was going to meet a friend that was living in Tofino. I was like, okay, let's just, let's just get out there. Maybe later in the afternoon when I have some time to myself, I could just like, type this out but then as we were walking down one of the beaches in Tofino I get a call and it's got a U.S. number and I'm like okay well this is it like I should I should answer this <laughs> and it'll be easier than just writing a draft email over and over yes. again uh, so I answer the phone I think I also got a text from a Canadian uh, casting director like a few minutes before that too so I was like okay well they, they want to get a hold of me today so I answer the phone and they're like yeah we're from Mighty Ducks wondering if you're interested and i'm like yes definitely mm -hmm. interested and then after that it was just like questions like should i get an agent because i don't have one or should i not that sort of stuff and that kind of got stressful mm -hmm. um but then i finally decided get an agent and then what second that happened all the stress like just yeah went i'll take care got of off my, yeah it's like yeah. okay you guys read the contracts i'll read it to you just make sure there's nothing crazy in it uh, and you deal with everything else. I'll just wait for my friends to come up from up, from down mm -hmm. south, and I'll hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, did you did you know who would be there like beforehand? Was there a certain point, or were you guys contacting each other, uh, or was it a surprise when you showed up? Actually, yeah, I actually didn't know because so basically it was tricky because like when I when I was looking for advice about whether or not I should get an agent, I, like I would have gone directly to the other ducks for advice mm -hmm. but i didn't want to ask anybody because i didn't know if they were in it so i was right. like oh should i text matt 
but I don't know if he's in it. And if he's not, he's going to be crushed that sort of thing. And then, and then finally, I think I didn't find out until actually Steve Brill, the creator um, of everything of Mighty Ducks. Uh, he, I think he just finally sent out an email. I think when the other five actually landed in Vancouver and they're in their hotels and he was just like, Hey everybody, I have a script for you in a couple of days. Hope you're doing well. Justin, go tease them from outside the hotel since they have to quarantine for 14 days. Uh, and that's when I was like, okay, well, Eldon's on the email, Vinny's on the email, Marguerite and Matt and Garrett. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to hang out with these guys for, Great. I don't know, 20 days or so, or however long it was. So yeah, that's when I actually found out who was in the, who was in the show. In the okay. episode, was, was there anyone you thought was going to be there or that that wasn't there? It's just, I I really had no ideas or guesses or hopes. I was just like, whoever is up here, I'm going to show them Vancouver as much as I can while being safe in COVID, <laughs> and I just get to hang out with them. And I, like whoever it was, I would be like, yes. It's yeah. so awesome that you're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you talked about it a bit, but it just must have been just so cool. It was it surreal seeing everybody again? You guys stay in touch. You 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 have contacts with them, or was it the first time you've seen people in a long time? Um, we have a text thread. The six of us that were in the episode that we uh, just every once in a while, maybe once a month, someone will pop up and be like, "Hey, how is everybody doing?" Or "I've got this question," or "Have you seen this?" or "Done that," that sort of thing. Uh, but it wasn't until so there, Jordan Kerner, the executive producer of all three movies and also of the series, he invited us for the 25th anniversary of the first movie to his house in LA. I want to say maybe, I want to say 2017 uh, off the top of my head. So I saw everybody there, got to see everybody. Everybody was great. The only people that were missing were Keenan and Josh and Emilio and Ty. Uh, mm-hmm. So didn't get to see them then, uh, but everybody else was doing great, got to catch up. And then we got like handed uh, like a contact list of everybody if we wanted to just like reach out to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. But then still, I felt a little detached, like felt like a, a little bit on an island up here in Vancouver. Right. Like I'm pretty sure people in LA, they would run into each other uh, a little bit. People in New York would run into each other. Uh, but it wasn't until like maybe the Anaheim silver anniversary that, uh, we actually also like exchanged, like, cause like while we we're down there, we had some downtime. So we had right. phone numbers and stuff. So we actually got to text each other. And, uh, so we kind of, kind of kept in touch. I kept in touch with Matt a little bit, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. then, but then after this episode, after we got to hang out for like 20 days straight, like right. the, the six yeah. of us got really close and. We still talk to each other on the on the odd occasion. Yeah. Well, awesome. in the episode, you guys were all hanging out at the pizza place, your characters, and they were reminiscing. Um, I imagine you guys, like you said, you guys spent you guys your actual people, you know, you Justin and Matt and such <laughs> were hanging out. What kind of memories did you guys reminisce about about your days in D two or D three? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like we kind of talked about, like, do you have you talked to this person? Have you seen this person? What are they up to? That sort of thing. And uh, I think we mostly just talked about the present, really. Yeah. Like, we didn't really talk about the past. Like, um, it was so long ago. Like, even my memories 
pretty foggy on a lot mm. of it. Um, so it was just it was just more chit chat about what's happening today in the world and well, obviously you talk about covid every single day yeah of course um and then we would bring up the episode and kind of like what it what it is what it's about what it means and uh what our characters are doing to make the series roll along the way it is mm-hmm. uh and then mostly it was a lot of hanging out and actually we watched a lot of world series because like i don't watch much baseball at all if if none at all yeah. <laughs> but uh but eldon is a huge dodgers fan okay and his kid is named dodger and the dodgers of course were in the world yeah. series so basically because of covid we couldn't go out to we couldn't go out to uh restaurants or anything we we even like tried not to like even walk around downtown or anything mm-hmm. just to be respectful to the production and make yeah. sure none of us get sick because that would really yeah. put a bind in things um so basically we just hung out in Eldon's room and watched (laughs) and got like takeout and watched the world series. And we just like kind of chat about life. And then all of a sudden Eldon would jump out of his chair (laughs) screaming every single time there was a hit by the Dodgers. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much what we did with most of our time. We made it up to Squamish and, and Worcester. I try to show them the Eagles up in Squamish, but there was like one way up in the air that you kind of see underwhelming (laughs) yeah and then uh but we did see the train wreck up in whistler where the train wreck is with all the graffiti and stuff like that so that was cool cool. so we got out a little bit safely and but yeah it was pretty cool very cool what's it like working with emilio estevez what's he like he is awesome um again like when i was a kid he was just this like big star yeah and like Again, it was just like our interactions back then were mostly like joking around, mm-hmm. playing pranks, teasing each other, that sort of thing. But then now it was cool because I got to talk to him, uh, got to ask him about his his winery that he had for a while, and like just talked to him as an adult. And it is really cool to do that. And the coolest thing that he, the most interesting thing that he brought up was he was younger than us now when he did the original Crazy. trilogy. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So I was like, that's how much time has passed by. Wow. And like, he was like, I was a kid. And then, and then we were like, well, that makes us feel good. Cause then we could say we're still kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's and a good then, coach there. Yeah. But he is definitely super professional. Mm-hmm. Like he, I, like I heard like Matt and, Marguerite say that he's never in his trailer. He's never hiding in his trailer. He's just always hanging out on set. Uh, he always wants to help out. He's definitely someone that you want to look up to and model your, model yourself after with how mm-hmm. you want to behave on set as a professional actor. Um, yeah, so he's awesome. I remember when we did D2, he actually rented out a, a what do you call those things? Like a those places that have like go-karts, arcades, uh, banding cages, like one of those fun fun palaces or whatever you call it. And like, you can just walk up to arcades. You can press the start button without putting a coin oh, in, that sort of thing. You can just like, <laughs> you could just like grab a Coke, like, well, get in line to grab a Coke right. cart safely and go race around, not just like go around crazy trying to kill each yeah. other. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he's he's a great guy. That's great. Yeah, it's been so great to have him back on the show yes. and to be back in that character. So I think he's done a great job with it. The the big Ken Wu moment in uh, that came at the end of the episode where the character Ken 
and we was doing some amazing figure skating and flips and twists and it was so cool to see on your instagram that actually olympian patrick chan was the one uh, was your was your double there what was it like to be that was so cool i thought when you see saw patrick chan is playing ken Wu. yeah it was um patrick is amazing um so yeah that like that last scene is pretty cool because like ken Wu isn't uh he's not like a very talkative character he doesn't have a lot of uh a lot of lines when it comes to like pushing the story along but it's he's all about his figure skating and his hockey so being being able to have Ken Wu do that in the episode is probably something that the fans just went crazy over and then that day when we showed up I think that was actually our first day of shooting so we walk in wow. and everybody's just super happy to see us like yeah. The new ducks, all the don't bothers are so happy. Everybody's happy to meet each other. All hair, makeup, wardrobe, they're all so happy to meet us. Everybody's just like, you guys are finally here. And then I'm getting my hair done. And they're like, you know, Patrick Chan's coming in today. <laughs> and like, really? <laughs> it's like, like I kind of heard, I heard about uh, Patrick uh, when, uh, when I was talking to Dave Tomlinson. Uh, just had a few emails before we started shooting just about so whether or not I wanted need, needed a double or not, which was going to be one of the Korea brothers. Um, wow. But uh, but uh, I said, I just need a figure skater double. Uh, what are the Korea brothers? Like Steve, Steve and Paul Martin. Martin. Yeah, it was going to be Martin. And I was like, well, I don't want to like have someone lose a job just because like I want to, you know, do my own stunts. Uh, <laughs> But, but I don't need, like, I play hockey fine. I don't really need yeah. anybody. And he's like, Dave's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll find something else for him later on. But, uh, but there was just like this kind of like, or everybody, everybody's excited about us. But then there was this extra excitement for everybody being in Canada that Patrick Chan was on set. Wow. And then, so then I think at some point I'm just walking around, walking to my trailer. And then all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy with like this weird wig, ponytail. <laughs> and i'm like what's this guy about and then i'm like that's patrick chan <laughs> and like i say hi to them i get to meet him and then later got on set and then when we were about to do that scene he was warming up mm. and he just stole the show like he oh, went man. up and down the ice doing um uh, his spins i don't know i don't because he, he didn't do a triple axel I think I don't know if you only go around twice. If that's called the double axel, I don't know. I think much so. Probably. Yeah. That, that, that adds up. Yeah. <laughs> so he did that and a bunch of other cool things, and like everybody was just watching. I was taking pictures like crazy. Yeah. Um. And then and then we did the scene. So basically, Garrett's next to me. Elna's next to me. They we do our little lines, and then the camera pans down on the puck. I get that out of there as fast as I can. Yeah. It pans up, and then there's Patrick Tan. And he, <laughs> So cool. Steals the show. And then I, I go hide with uh Steve Brill, who directed the episode. Like, mm. like I had to get off the ice and I and I got off the ice uh, on one of the exits of the boards, and I'm just like leaning down with Steve <laughs> Brill watching the video. And then there is and then like after he did his his after he does a slap shot, I hear Steve go, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this is awesome but yeah Yeah. pleasure to meet the guy he plays hockey cool um i'm hoping that when uh when covid's over i get to play some 
uh, some pickup with him. Oh, and, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and uh, and also I, I would love to like invite him to my pickup group and be like, yeah, my yes. my friend uh, my friend Patrick wants to join <laughs> us. Is that cool? And I won't even tell him who he is. Yeah. And see if anybody notices when he shows up. <laughs> yeah, it was so impressive that he did all that in hockey skates too, right? Like, yeah, so exactly. Effortlessly. Yeah. So amazing. I'd love to see him out in just a regular like. 10 o'clock p.m. at Burnaby 8 rings rec yeah. <laughs> hockey game. <laughs> It'd be so funny. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm wondering, when you were, you know, when you were the original Kenny Wu in D2, even now maybe, did people recognize you? And, and then when they saw you, did they ever just say, like, woo, 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 wherever you went? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a teenager, I was, uh, was kind of recognized quite a bit. Like, in high school, yeah. like, going from elementary school with, like, the people that knew that I took off to do the movie and I came back uh, that I was already really close friends with mm-hmm. for them. It's just like, Oh yeah, Justin did this thing. That's pretty cool, but whatever. And then going to high school, it was totally different. Cause then all of a sudden there's all these people that are just like pointing fingers. That's the guy, that's the guy. Yeah. It was a little difficult to be honest for a teenager to kind of like all, like get all that sort of attention and not really sure. be kind of prepared for it um so it it was kind of you know it was an adjustment for sure but then soon throughout like the first few weeks I like got to know people a little better at my new Mm. school and stuff like that and that all died down and soon nobody really cared that much and then when when I got the call for d3 they're all just like really proud for me and I think it's kind of a thing like I don't know if it's all over Canada but in Vancouver but like it just seems like people are kind of respectful to kind yeah. of like like people that get get that sort of attention they're like well, we'll just leave them alone that sort of thing yeah. like don't let's not go up to them and ruin their lunch that they're eating yeah. trying to eat in yeah. private and bother them <laughs> and that sort of stuff so like uh so yeah it was it was uh but like after i grew up a bit i would say like i don't know from the age of like 16 to now nobody would know who I am unless they somehow were told by like another friend right? and that sort of thing. So like the only reason why anybody would know is if someone else told them. And like, I even imagine that like some people now that I've been working with for even for like five, 10 years, like on the odd occasion, they probably had no idea because I never talk about it. And then I'll get messages from people and be like, they would say like, yeah, I knew someone told me, but I didn't want to bring it up because you never talk about it. So yeah. <laughs> I try, I, it just seemed like you don't really want to talk about it. And it was, that's kind of true. It's not that I'm not proud of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so detached from my actual life Yeah, yeah. that it has not much to do with who I am now in the industry I am in now. So like, yeah. I can't just like be like, by the way, I was kind of really the money ducks, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I don't really get recognized, but I'll it's be interesting to see what happens now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll get a little bit of love for a bit. Um if they I don't know what the plan is for the show. If there's a season 2, would you go back for another appearance? Definitely. Definitely. I would like I would never say no to coming back. Um I want to I want to I don't want to I want to make sure everybody gets a chance though. Like I don't want to like, you know, take up someone else's spot for someone else to return mm-hmm. but like if if they ask me uh i would definitely say yes at the drop of a dime i do want to be back uh like i really hope they have me back 
Yeah. But yeah. if it, if, but if I have to like kind of wait in line for another group of five or six people to come up and do their episode, then that's totally fine. And even great because if they, I'm pretty sure they'll do it in Vancouver again. Uh, and if they do, it just means like, Hey, it's easy come on over. Yeah, yeah. Come out and hang out. Let's, uh, when's hockey camp, let's skate that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, they got room for all of you. Yeah. <laughs> just bring them all, bring them all back. I don't see why not. Yeah, well, COVID, like, I think, put a really put a uh, restriction on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just Good too point. hard to get everybody up. Like, the people from down south that had a quarantine for 14 days, I'm pretty sure they had to get some some uh, reimbursement for that sort of thing, just kind of waiting around, doing nothing. So that, that makes the budget mm-hmm. skyrocket. I know, like, just, like, some people's schedules were too busy. So, um uh, I don't like, I really wonder what the actual scripts for each episode were actually like before COVID. Cause I imagine they had to change quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple questions from some people who knew we were going to talk to you. Um, one of them being my wife, she was wondering <laughs> in, in the episode, Evan from don't bothers is talking to you guys, the OG ducks. And he says he Googles you guys all the time. So <laughs> she was wondering what is on, Kenny Wu's Wikipedia page. What do you think Evan found there about your character? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea, but I do hope whatever is on Ken Wu's Wikipedia page, I hope that it talks about the first goal in the gold medal game. Yes. Because set the tone. Yeah. That moment I am quite proud about. I never, it actually never really occurred to me, but like uh, we all know as hockey players or people that watch hockey there's there's definitely catalysts in a game that could make the tide turn one way or another and i think with a goal like that mm-hmm. and an ensuing fight and then the bash brothers coming out and getting the crowd going like how yes. does that not turn around yeah. a game like it turned around the game like yeah. it it must have like it's the reason why we won <laughs> yeah. you know uh, just thinking about that now i'm thinking about that big you know gold medal game against iceland don't you think kenny do you think ken Wu should have got a, a shot in the shootout oh good question oh i forgot there was a shootout okay <laughs> yeah i don't know who was in the shootout by the way Let's see. Is well Adam... banks banks yeah. was in it fulton fulton well, i think you can't get those two the cowboy jesse yeah the okay. cowboy missed and then um Je- yeah who was it the cowboy jesse and then uh um... Oh, wait, no, they didn't even put Russ Tyler in. I think Russ maybe should have got yeah, a shot. <laughs> yeah, Russ probably should have been in there. Because there must have been a triple deke. Who, was there... he, I think Jermaine oh. was in there, I think. Did Adam Banks do a triple, triple deke? Triple deke was from Gunner Stahl. Gunner Stahl oh, did the triple deke. Yeah, and then uh, uh, the cat stoned him. Yeah, yeah shouldn't have gone um, glove, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The triple deke's such a funny thing. <laughs> it makes no sense how, yeah. I mean, you stop. So, like, what you do before you stop essentially doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Did you ever bring that up, you know, when they were talking about the triple deke? Did you guys oh, ever I talk could, about that? I could bring up so many hockey things. Like, uh, it's just it's, it's at a point where it's just, like, it doesn't matter. It's no. just yeah. fun. You're just It's nitpicky. Hollywood. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. how many times did we go offside? Like, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Good thing there's no coach's challenge back then. Yeah, right. Do you think we'll see any uh, Team Iceland characters show up in the new series? Um, well, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I did listen to uh, the Quack Attack Mighty's, okay. uh, Mighty Ducks podcast when uh, right. they had Steve Brill on kind of like just before the series aired. And they asked about Scott White, who plays Gunner. Yes. And plays Scooter? 
he plays he plays someone else in d3 okay. the, the okay. goalie oh really um yeah so it's the same actor oh, and weird. steve is like so therefore it would only make sense if they brought him back into the series but as another different character <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just awesome. be fitting so like and I know Scott would be up to it. He's an awesome voice actor. He's done so many video games and cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. So he'd definitely be up here in a heart, heartbeat. Maybe he'll show up as one of uh, Winnie's new boyfriends. Maybe he'll be like the catch-up guy or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Um, another question here from listener Nicole. In the show, it turns out, you know, Connie and Guy got married. Uh, Nicole wants to know, is there an off-camera romance between those two characters? <laughs> well, Nicole, uh, no, there isn't. Uh, okay. Garrett is happily married, and so okay. is Marguerite. Uh, right. So, yeah, there's no on ice, on off-ice romance or off-camera right. romance. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But they're very, very good friends. Very good friends. That's good. Awesome. Trevor, do you have any awesome. other questions for Justin? I mean, I think we we mostly covered everything. Uh, maybe again, the uh, you talked about we got we had Patrick Chan with you. We had you talked about the Koreas. Uh, I saw Cliff Ronning and Ty Ronning were involved. Were there any other big big name people we would know uh, that were extras or uh, doubles? Um, I should say. How'd you how'd you find that out about Ty Ronning? I saw it on Cliff Ronning, Cliff Ronning's Instagram. Okay, was, uh, so yeah, Cliff yeah. Ronning was supposed to be. Averman's double right and Tyronning yes. was supposed to be uh Guy's double and they were actually on set that day unfortunately I didn't get to meet him because I really wanted to meet them both really mm -hmm. wanted to meet Cliff because yeah huge 94 Canucks fan yes it's the reason why Ken Wu is 16 is because of Trevor Linden um mm -hmm. but uh but yeah I I think they were on set and I don't know at, they must have been outside the whole time because I don't know when they asked uh asked them to call it a day because everybody was able to skate just fine oh, and and uh and be on camera just fine um so we didn't really need them so i think when it comes to uh hot like nhl players that i know of i believe cliff and ty were the only ones and and then martin would have been there but i don't think he ever made it to the show right. but uh but but yeah, those were the two that I could think of. I think others were just kind of like good friends of Dave's or like maybe played with him in Europe or or in some leagues out here in Canada. Very cool. Right. Very cool. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Justin, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for coming on here. If people want to follow you, see what you're up to, where can people do that? Uh, I got my Instagram. It's I don't. That's my only social media outlets so that will be justin grown in bc so just imagine me growing up in bc so justin oh, grown okay. in bc all one word and you'll find me on there with uh my uh photography as a hobby and then just suddenly in the last five months it's also an instagram about ken Wu. <laughs> yeah lots of really cool behind the scenes stuff on there so i recommend uh giving that giving that profile a follow yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Justin. This has been a lot of fun. Really appreciate you coming on and doing this. Hopefully we can see more Kenny Wu in the future and all the best to you. So thanks a lot, man. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. Well, there you have it. Justin Wong, a.k.a. Kenny Wu. Trevor, 
How fun was that? Oh, what a beauty Justin Wong is. And, yeah. uh, you know, we never brought up the fact that we we had actually played a pickup game with him. Uh, who knows if he actually knows <laughs> that was a thing or not. But uh, just a great guy. Yeah. Uh, what a fun interview. Lots of background info. And, uh, yeah, it's just such a pleasure to talk to some of these cast members here. Yeah, he was such a good guy, so generous with his time. I was a little bit too embarrassed to bring up that game with him because he was talking about how um, you know people are, have been so respectful to him and not just shouting woo 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 Kenny Wood him. And I in fact did shout woo 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 Kenny Wood him, and so maybe it would have brought back bad memories. But um, no, it, it, Justin was so great, really fun to talk to him, and I really do hope we get to see more of him and more of the original Ducks. I would mm -hmm. especially love to see Gunnar Stahl show up in some capacity. Yeah, the COVID thing I didn't really think about because. That makes sense that you have to you have to quarantine for 14 days and then they said that, i yeah. think he said what they were still together for like 20 more days after that or something or was it was it another week i don't know mm -hmm. where you know you think if they did do it season two and you wanted to get you know joshua jackson up here you know fly him up for one day film him see you later and out right and i think so maybe if they get yeah. one if if covid restrictions ever lift by season two say then maybe you see some of the more people that was a the most insightful thing i thought he brought up yeah, that answers a lot of questions as to why we didn't see more people. And that, yeah, like you said, makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. that was a lot of fun. We will be back uh, recording Friday night, putting an episode out Saturday morning for the next upcoming episode. We'll see the fallout from this episode. We'll, uh, you know, looks like Evan has been a little bit isolated by his team because he practiced with the Ducks. Lots of new stuff going on here. So excited to see what happens next. We would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, share it with your friends, and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Jordan T. Chong. He is at Trevor Chong. Let us know what you think. Let us know any takes you have about the show. And reach out to Justin. You can follow him on Instagram at JustinGrowenBC. I will post it in the show notes as well. Thanks very much for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs>